Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I myself have had a wonderful week. I've been off for a few days from work and it's been great. I took a little vacation with my sister and my mom to Scottsdale. It was so much fun. Um, we stayed at the Scott Resort and Spa and it was super relaxing. We eat a lot of good food. There's a lot of cute bars out there. We went top golfing. Um, I had never been to Top Golf, and it was my first time, and it was my mom's first time. I had been mini golfing, but never to Top Golf, and my mom had never done either. And I thought that she was gonna get like frustrated or like quit, but she was actually really good. Like she a couple tries, and she learned how to how to golf, and um, she was kicking our butts. My sister and I were second and third place, and my mom was going first place for a while. And it was a lot of fun. And I actually mentioned to my sister, like, it's cute to see mom do things that she probably thought she would never do. And I think, like, we forget that our parents didn't get to experience things like we get to experience. And sometimes I feel left out because, like, growing up, our vacations were just going to Mexico and that's it. And we didn't do anything else besides, like, occasionally when my dad um, wanted to take us or had the money to take us, he would take us to Disneyland. And that was, like, a whole, like, it was a once in a long while thing. And it, when we did go to Disneyland, like, we made sure, like, to, you know, to pack your burritos and, like, snacks because we weren't going to spend more money because we already spent a bunch of money getting the tickets. And I was talking to my sister and I was like damn like do you think that we always want to go travel and try new things because we didn't get to as kids and she's like yeah like we didn't get to have those luxuries like a lot of people do and I and it's not because um our parents didn't want to I just don't think they knew and also money right like that was a whole another thing like oh, we have to save for a house we have to do this so we didn't want to, they didn't want to spend money on traveling. I didn't even know, like, you could travel to other states. Like, that didn't even cross my mind when I was younger. And not until probably, like, college when I was like, okay, I wanted to go to Spain. I want to do this. I want to do that. Because, you know, you hear stories of other people in college and you want to experience those things. Like, a lot of stuff that I didn't get to do. Like, I didn't get to go ice skating, mini golfing, snowboarding, try a martial art, anything. I don't even know how to swim. <laughs> but um, as an adult now, I get to experience those things. And then I remember, like, okay, my mom hasn't experienced these things either. So it's nice to experience things for the first time together. And like I said, we can't forget that our parents didn't get to have those luxuries either. So that's why they didn't know better than to not take us to certain places or teach us certain things. On today's episode, I wanted to discuss my not-so-college experience because thinking back, I've been reflecting a lot and I didn't get to experience college like most people do. And the reason that this popped in my head was because I saw somebody um, make a TikTok and I forgot the name of the creator, but 
he had a video and it says when someone says to have the college experience, but all you do is commute. And I couldn't relate more. I commuted. Um, but let me let me explain like the backstory. So when I was in high school, I was around 16 or 17. My dad lost his job. And the reasoning behind him losing his job had a lot to do with his gambling addiction. My dad used to be addicted to gambling at the casino. So because of that, his job started not being important to him. And he ended up getting let go of his job. And this was like the summer before being a senior or... I think so. Something like that. It was like the summer before being a senior, you're getting your senior packages, you're applying to colleges. Uh, I don't recall exactly what the timing was, but I know it was between my junior and senior year. So at the time, like my dad was a breadwinner. So we had a home. They had a mortgage payment. They didn't know what they were going to do. Um, my mom worked a part time job, but it wasn't much. And um, it was just shocking and it sucked. I remember around that time it was like when you start buying like your cap and gown or your graduation package, your prom package, you start deciding on which colleges you're going to go to. Or I think it was when you apply for for financial aid. And I, although my brother was the first to go to college, like he was gone. So he would help me, but I would try to figure things on my out on my own, and I just couldn't because, like, it was hard. And even though I was, like, an avid in school, it was just difficult to navigate and to think, like, damn, my dad lost his job. He was the breadwinner. All he has is whatever savings he has and, you know, his 401k and all that. But thankfully, he got unemployment. And it was able to cover, you know, the expenses. But like I said, he was addicted to gambling. And although my dad had a lot of money in his 401k, was getting unemployment, the system screwed me over because (laughs) it reflected as if he had a lot of money. At the job that he lost, he was making decent money enough to be able to, like, do his mortgage payment and help me with school but since all that was gone I had nobody to do lean on um financial aid screwed me over because once my dad's taxes came we found out that he actually blew all his 401k money and it it when you don't pay taxes on that 401k money you just take it it just counts as more income so when i went to college it looked like my dad was freaking rich when in reality the casino was the one getting rich and it sucked because i didn't qualify for any grants or whatever they're called i don't even know what they're called because all i got was loans and my school schooling options like my college options became very slim because i was like I'm barely going to be able to afford this, like, with the loans for a local school to commute. I will never be able to afford to go to a college that's out of state or somewhere else in California. Like, I have to stay close to home. And I felt guilty for, like, 
wanting to leave even though I really did want to leave to San Diego that was like my dream college San Diego State I couldn't because financially it would have been a stupid decision for me to do I felt like if I leave I'm being selfish I'm just ditching my family when they're going through something rough and I'm gonna be in debt like even though I didn't understand about loans back then but I knew that I didn't want to be in debt because I knew how expensive these schools were so I ended up um, going to Cal State San Bernardino and my loans barely covered my tuition and at the time tuition was actually super cheap compared to how it was so this was back in 2008 so from 2008 I graduated in 2013 all those years my tuition kept going up and going up and I'm sure a lot of you experienced that the thing is like with me like I was working for my own like cell phone plan and my mom my mom did help a lot too, but my dad was totally lost to his addiction and if anything just caused more stress in my college life. Like I remember my first quarter at Cal State San Bernardino, I had no idea how much books were gonna be. Like I I didn't realize that you had to buy books. And you you learn this as you go. But my first memory was having to sell my gold. So like my esclava and my necklace de mi bautizo, de mi primera comunión, to afford my books. But no one was there to tell me like, oh, hey, you're going to have to spend like all this money on books. And then you're going to have to pay for a parking pass. And then you're going to have to do this. And my dad didn't have that money. I mean, he did. But like I said, his addiction he didn't have money to provide to me and if I backtrack like for for high school like I remember being so stressed out during graduation like I barely had enough money to get like my cap and gown and like go to prom like my mom tried to get like other jobs to help out because it was just it was just a rough time for my family and um I always fall on edge because I was so worried about paying my bills and making sure I had money for the next quarter for my books that I was always working. At the time, I believe I was working at Denny's, so I would work um early in the mornings, like from 5 in the morning to like 11, then go to class and be, be in class and go all the way to like 7 and then go home, do my homework and do it all over again the next day. So I didn't have time to make friends. I probably made, I think I made one college friend and that's it. And it sucks that I didn't get to experience that. Now I have, now I have a loan and I'm not saying I regret it. Like when people say like, oh yeah, like college was so much fun. I love college. Like college wasn't fun for me. College was stressful for me. I was barely making my grades all the time. I was worried about money. Where, where was I going to get the money from? And I remember, I remember even trying to like join like the Latino Business Association at my college, and it was just so draining to stay past like seven and then go home and still do homework. So I ended up like quitting that club, and I really wanted to be part of something, but I never could. And like reflecting back. I think like being first gen, like you take a lot of problems upon yourself that are not yours. Like, and you feel guilty if you don't take those problems. 
and that's something that I struggled with a lot through all probably when I was like from 18 till about I don't know like 28 I always took my family's problems that weren't exactly mine like on my shoulders and being a parent to your parent is one of the hardest things ever that I've been through and it sucks that I can't be like oh college was so much fun because it wasn't for me for me it was just like get the degree and get out and because of that I think I didn't do internships I didn't have the money or somebody to like save me or a job that was flexible and it sounds like I'm blaming everything but I'm just showing my experience and how nobody was kind of there to guide me and I know not everybody has someone to guide them but I wish that I would have known more and I would have been like okay well can I just like not be claimed by my dad on taxes and you know, go on my own and declare myself as independent. And then I would have got my whole school paid for. But instead, I was in my early 20s dealing with a father who was addicted to gambling. And not only did I have to worry about like paying for my own expenses, I also had to worry about my mom and my sister having a roof over their head, along with my siblings. We we were all in this together, but I just felt like this pressure and we don't really talk about it. Like here and there, we, we will talk about it, but it's not something we enjoy talking about. But it was really rough on my whole family. And to be honest, the reason that I made this podcast is not to cry, but here I am crying. But it's just like if you went through that or are going through that or know someone that's going through that, like they're not alone. People try to paint these pictures like families are perfect. No one, no one's family's perfect. Like, for the longest time, I pretended that my family was okay because I was embarrassed. I didn't want to confess to anybody what was really going on. Um, I don't even know if I had any friends that actually knew that my dad had a gambling addiction. Maybe one of my friends. Um, but that's it. If you have ever dealt with a family member that's addicted to gambling, it's rough because it's not like it's a drug addiction, it's an alcohol addiction. It's like this addiction to gambling and it's not something that people really talk about. So this is the reason why I wanted to bring it up too because I never even knew people were addicted to gambling. Uh, Coping with a family member or a friend that's addicted to gambling can be very exhausting. Um... You cannot force that person to stop gambling and you can't force them to acknowledge that they have a problem. Uh, No matter what you say or what you do, the only person who can stop them is themselves. I remember time and time again, I would like try to speak to my dad and be like, hey dad, like you need to stop this. Like we're going to lose our house. Like I can't even pay for my books. And I would try to like, you know, be like, come on, dad, get some help. And he just didn't want it. He was like, no, like, I don't have an issue. I don't have a problem. It's my money. A few tips on how to cope with someone who's addicted to gambling is to confide in those you trust. So I know this made me feel very lonely. And I wish that I would have been open to like friends or to other family that, you know, this was going on in my life. Because I don't think anyone ever understood why I was so angry all the time because I was angry. 
um you want to make sure that you don't provide money for these people that are addicted you have to create healthy boundaries and there's always like support groups that you could go to i know i did go to a support group like a couple times but it was funny because it was just like me being like a freaking 20 year old and like it was all these like older people that were dealing with the same thing with their family members like their children and stuff so i just felt like i couldn't relate to them um I just felt isolated. I felt like this didn't happen to anybody. Like, it was just something that happened to me. And I wish that I would have been a little more open about it. Maybe I could have talked to somebody that was going through the same thing. But I just felt ashamed of it. And this was one of the reasons why I no longer speak to my dad. Um, There's a lot more to it. And I will explain another episode. I don't think I'm just ready to open up about that yet. If you are dealing with parenting your parent because of an addiction or something, I completely get you. And you have to remember that you can't help someone that can't that doesn't want to help themselves. And that's a hard pill to swallow because you want to, like, save everybody. Like, I've always been the type of person that wants the best for my family and I'm willing to sacrifice, like, my peace just to make them better. And it was a hard lesson to learn that I forgot, like, about myself. And I know if you've listened to previous episodes, like, I've been dealing with creating boundaries and putting myself first. And it's something that I'm barely learning how to do, but it has to be done. So please, if you are going through something like this, and I'm not saying ditch your family. I'm just saying create those boundaries, put yourself first. And don't neglect your own feelings to try to, like, save your family. Because when you do that, you forget about yourself. And then you end up in a depression, having anxiety. And you have to fend for your own self. Because if you don't, who else is going to do it? So I hope that this episode, I kind of just rambled. But I wanted to talk a little bit about my not-so-college experience and why I didn't have a college experience and if you didn't have a college experience um I'm there with you and my heart goes out to you and if I could take time back I know um people say like oh you should not regret like what you did but I do regret like taking so many problems upon myself and not living for myself so If you're currently going through something like that, like I said, remember to put yourself first because at the end of the day, it's you who you have. Although I love my family, like I neglected a lot of me to put others' needs before mine. And at the end of the day, I was there for my family, but I don't even have a relationship with my father anymore. So I lost a lot of time of my early 20s to help him when he didn't want to help himself thank you guys so much for listening i appreciate all your support i've seen all the reviews thank you for all your comments all my new listeners i am super shocked (laughs) and thankful for the community that i'm building like it just feels it feels odd but at the same time it feels really nice so shout out to all of you that have sent me these beautiful messages on instagram on tiktok And I have had a couple emails that I haven't um, responded to, but I will. Please share this podcast with your friends, your family, whoever you'd like, your coworkers. Um, 
I appreciate you guys so much. And if you guys could do me a favor and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, I appreciate you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you.